everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Real Route Podcast in a different format just for this week. We'll be back in studio next week. This is JP Bonilla, and this is Javi over here. Hey, guys. Welcome. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, uh, a little bit of a different format, like I said. Just a lot of stuff going on. Sorry for no Real Rap last week. A lot of stuff going on there, too. Um, won't get into it. But, uh, yeah, we're back this week. Different format next week. Studio. New studio in the future. That's a big announcement. I might as well put that out there. Um, Trying to set up a studio here. This is actually a little bit of a preview. I'm in the place that we're uh, building the new studio. So um, be sure to check that out in the future. It won't look like this. It'll look a lot more cooler, actually. But, yeah, that's that's the first big thing. But, anyways, uh, let's get into the news. So, sad news uh, to start off the show. Matthew Perry died at 54 this last Saturday. Um, it seems at the moment he drowned in a hot tub. Uh, yeah, very sad news. Um, he was best known for Friends as uh, Chandler Bing. Um, been in a lot of movies as well, like Seventeen again, um, and others. And yeah, pretty pretty sad news to hear. Very yeah, very shocking. When I found out about it, I saw it on Instagram. I was like, "What?" Like that's it was very insane and bizarre because Matthew Perry, he was his character Chandler Bing on Friends was very iconic. Oh yeah, and he's was best known for his one-liner jokes, his sarcasm wit, and he played the character so well. And Friends is still very popular to this day. I mean, constantly they're always showing reruns on TV just about every day. And it's a show that different generations always come across. And I was one of them too. I mean, I basically watched the whole series of friends, like when I was like 20 and it's very sad and shocking. And he had just wrote a memoir too, about a year ago, around this time last year, a year ago, he was promoting it too. And I remember seeing him promoting it and seeing him on like on talk shows and on the news talking about it. So it is very sad and shocking. I know he did have some struggles and he was very open about his struggles, oh, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's very shocking. And he was a big part of uh, American pop culture uh, with Chandler being in friends. So it's very sad to see uh, a big television star like that uh, pass away. And like you said too, he was in movies too. 17 again, the whole nine yards fools and rush uh, saving Sarah. I mean, he definitely had a, he oh, had a roles. Yeah. So it's a, uh, very shocking and sad uh, to hear about his passing, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, very, very sad. I don't know. It's just, especially like that, dude, like out of nowhere. Just I know. Yeah, yeah just yeah. out of nowhere. And with Friends, like I said earlier, it's still yeah. a very popular show. People are still watching it, still talking about it to this day. <laughs> and it's just, it's, yeah, it's just very shocking and just out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Just, um, you know, condolences to his family um his dad and mom uh yeah just it's sad dude it really is you know just um i always watch friends after high school um Mm -hmm. i'd watch the reruns on tv just because you know it was on and everything i enjoyed i enjoyed that show a lot Uh, yeah it was great it was a great comfort show show. yeah yeah it's always on tbs it still is always on tbs so exactly yeah it's always on tbs yeah nick at night too they do reruns of it like yeah, yeah everywhere. Friends, yeah, everywhere. And even on your local time, TV stations too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like the CW. And every time too, when I pop into Max or something like 
the first yeah. thing that they recommend is friends and yeah it's uh it's it's sad and i have the friends poster too up on my wall and it's uh yeah it's 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 very sad and like i said just shocking shocking oh yeah yeah oh yeah it's just oh man but he left them he definitely left out uh he definitely left behind a legacy you know that last forever with his iconic character chandler and then his book that he just published a year ago so if people are interested they could always read his his uh biography his autobiography Mm -hmm. or they could enjoy some friends i mean friends will always be there that show will always be there so yeah 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 so rest in peace matthew perry thank you for everything you've done and um you know just it's a shame man to see you gone it is yeah let's uh let's uh let's lift up some spirits though um because you know that's we start off with the sad news and then we're gonna go to even more sad news actually but not in a in a in a way that one is where we, you know, get, ups, you know, actually sad about losing someone. But now this is sad news as in the MCU is uh, in a weird situation at the moment <laughs> type of news. Um, that's a bad transition. I transitioned from there badly, man. That, I don't know. I didn't know how to go through that. Um, I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> uh, so... Um, the MCU is kind of looking like it's in a little bit of trouble. Um, there was an article from Variety. I'm not sure if you saw Javi. Um, but it looks like they there's like a lot of ideas like thrown around. Um, it seems like it's just a mess right now. Marvel Studios as a whole. Because you have, you know, everything with Jonathan Majors going on. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they had like a gathering at Palm Springs apparently, and they discussed uh, discussed backup plans. Um, one of the dumbest things I heard was that they were gonna pivot from, but I mean, like the backup plan they had an idea of pivoting from King to Doctor Doom, which I love Doctor Doom, but you mm-hmm. build them up, you don't rush them, man. Like it is not looking it takes time. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't want to slap it all together. Yeah, yeah, it's not looking um. It's not looking good there. I don't like that idea. You 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 did Kang. You stick with Kang. You know, like if you want to do Doom, you do it from the beginning. And yeah. I want Doom to have enough, you know, screen time, enough build up because he is an Avengers level threat. Like, of course, he's a, you know, he starts up as a Fantastic Four villain. I mean, his rants are with War with Fox. Um, that's why, you know, most people think of him as a Fantastic Four villain. Um, at least, you know, probably the uh, casual fans, but if you're a comic book fan, you know, this man is a Avengers-level threat, like, he deserves so much more build-up than just, you know, oh, yeah, guys, here we go, here's uh, Doctor Doom, um, you know, because we couldn't do Kang, right, so, <laughs> yeah. uh, because I will say, they messed, it's not even the fact that uh, Jonathan Majors, like, you know, is in trouble, it's just, the story of Kang and everything has been messy. Uh, his introduction, Loki was really cool. But then the second appearance in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania was terrible because you had him killed by ants when this man killed Thor, apparently. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's just a whole mess. Very, very big mess, you know. Um, there just seems to be... I feel like they're just so stuck in this thing where they're just pumping out a lot of content that it's just messing up a lot of their other content, you know? I Apparently, agree. 
Yeah, apparently Blade. Um, there's like you know mixed rumors. Uh, but there was apparently a uh, Blade script where that had him as the fourth lead, but mm-hmm. that's been kind of refuted as of late. So we'll we'll see what's happening there. I think what we know about the Blade movie is that there's been a lot of scripts for it because uh, um, Ali, the lead actor is not very happy with the progression of the movie, which I don't blame him for. He pitched himself for the movie, and yeah, there's just... That whole movie just seems like a mess. I know, man, and I was so excited, too, when I heard that they were going to do Blade, and when they casted him, too, I was like, oh, yeah, I could definitely see Mahershala Lee as Blade, but yeah, man, it's been a mess with everything, like you mentioned, with Jonathan Majors, and then the writer strike, too. That's obviously going to delay, because it's really expected they were supposed to come out September of 2024. So, and I, I, it's like in like 10 months from now, which I highly doubt that that's gonna, that's gonna happen. That's not gonna happen anytime soon. It's just so many rewrites with the script. And yeah, it's definitely production is pretty hectic right now with Blade. Mm -hmm. It's just so, it's just so hectic right now. I just feel like, you know, there's just a lot to do. I mean, a lot to fix with Marvel at the moment because. Again, it's just such a mess from top to bottom, you know. Um, we talked about Echo before this podcast, and we were really impressed with the trailer and everything. So at least, you know, it's not – it's – I don't know. It's not all and, downhill, yeah. It looks like yeah. they're putting together some stuff, heading in a different direction. So I think that's what yeah. Marvel kind of needs at the moment. It's not like it's like the DCEU. Like the DCSU mm-hmm. is unfixable at this point. Like. I'm sorry, oh, yeah. everyone, but the DC is DC, that's where they're restarting because yeah. it is unfixable at this point. It is a mess from top to bottom. It is gone, and hopefully James Gunn fix it there. Uh, Marvel Studios, like yeah, they're in a rough patch right now, but I think that it's recoverable. You know, it's yeah, absolutely recoverable. Um, because they're... it's I think they're just at a point where you know. They're, they're just trying to figure it out. You know, they had, they gave us 10 years of quality. There's 10, 11 years of quality. Um, mm-hmm. There's no taking that away from them. Absolutely. But, you know, it's like they got to figure something out soon because this whole multiverse saga has felt rushed, I will say. And um, yeah. also, the biggest bullet point I forgot to mention um, from what I saw over here, they've also considered bringing back the original Avengers to take on Kang. I did, yes, I did like hear about reviving that. reviving them and bringing them back. Which, and I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I, I a part know. of me would love to see the Avengers reunite, but then they already had their story. You know what I'm saying? They already had that, and then everything that happened with Endgame, I feel like that was just a perfect way to kind of, you know, end, close that chapter, you know? So, yeah, I don't know, like, I mean, a part of me, yes, I would love to see them reunite, but then... From story wise, because a per- that's a personal part, but from story wise, it wouldn't make it wouldn't make that much sense for them to yeah. you know, come back. And I mean, I guess if they use the multiverse stuff, but you know, like you said, the multiverse stuff has been a little bit rushing. I feel like it is kind of I'm kind of over the multiverse stuff. It's kind of been played down <laughs> a lot, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I guess we'll see what happens. Like, see, we'll see how it unfolds. I mean, I definitely Marvel. <laughs> I mean. They've been a little bit shaky spot, but I think in the long mm-hmm. run they'll definitely be all right. I mean, they yeah, still I have so, that too. they still have that very big fan base and they have a couple of things coming out. And I think Echo is a good step for them 
because it's stepping out of their comfort zone, doing a TVMA. So hmm. we'll see how it unfolds. But uh, yeah, but in the long run, they should they should be fine. Yeah. But yeah, that's what the Marvel news, guys. Um, we'll see what happens there. You know, it's uh, it's really interesting. I'm not sure what's going on. Um, I don't think they know what's going on. <laughs> um, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, that is the Marvel news at the moment. Um, also I forgot to mention there is uh, talks about recasting him too. That was another option that they uh put that. out there. So. Uh, just put it out there, guys. Like, there's no, it's not like there's an option to not get rid of him as king if anything happens. There's, there's, uh, that as an option. Um, they've been talking about that there too. But yeah, up next, very, very funny story. Like I said, you know, we start off this podcast with a really sad story, and we're going from one studio mess to another studio mess because, uh, HBO bosses use secret fake accounts to troll TV critics. Oh, why? <laughs> because I don't know. I mean, of all the companies, HBO. I know oh, that's yeah. crazy to me. It's not like they. Well, let me let me uh let me um take back what I said. Ninety nine percent of the time, they don't release bad stuff. They don't. I think most of their programming has been really good. Oh yeah. But once in a while you have that Game of Thrones uh season season eight or you have uh the idol. The idol's <laughs> yeah. significantly worse um in terms of quality because yeah. well game, you know the last season of Game of Thrones was pretty bad. <laughs> pretty bad, but you know, um it's uh yeah, I don't yeah. know. I mean, Why HBO, are they using fake accounts? I don't yeah, know. HBO has been. Very, I mean, I love their program. I mean, like you mentioned, they do have a few misses, but ninety nine percent of the time they hit it out of the ballpark. I mean, they've created all these iconic shows over the past mm -hmm. twenty plus years, like The Sopranos, The Wire, Game of Thrones. You know, even The Last yeah. of Us too. I mean, definitely that will fall down at some point as a big HBO show. And yeah, they just have so much shows, but. I, I guess I could see your point though with the idol. I mean, I think that yeah, definitely took the, a, <laughs> the dad, the dab in it, and it was really one of the most shortest HBO shows. I think the idol only lasted like six episodes, and then it got canceled. Yeah. So, and and I mean Euphoria too. I haven't seen Euphoria, but I know I've heard a lot of buzz about it. And I heard it's a pretty, it's a pretty big deal. So, yeah. but yeah, I don't, I have no idea why they would do that because a lot of their programming is top quality and i'm always interested in watching their shows and i've seen a lot of their series from from the pilot to the season finale so yeah it's, it's puzzling to me <laughs> yeah so um let's uh let's read a little bit from this article shall we so yeah. this is this comes from uh rolling stone so we start off the article with in june 2020 casey blois hbo's then president of original programming needed someone to Quote unquote, go on a mission. Uh, Blois, who was named HBO's CEO and chairman in October 2022, was irked by a tweet from Vulture TV critic Catherine Van Arendonk. Sorry if I said that name wrong, I'm trying my best. Um, who had some thoughts about Perry Mason, HBO's series starring Matthew Rice as a private detective turned defense attorney in 1930s LA. The remake of the 1960s show carves out an original 
uh, an origin story, sorry, for Mason showing flashes of him serving in World War One, which Ben Arendunk felt was weak storytelling days before the series aired on the platform. Um, she subtweeted the series. Dear Prestige TV, she wrote, quote unquote, please find some way to communicate male trauma besides show me a flashback to the hero's memories of trench warfare. Blois was annoyed, according to text messages reviewed by Rolling Stone, and sent Van Arendunk's uh, tweet to Catherine or Kathleen McCaffrey, HBO's senior VP of drama programming, quote unquote, maybe a Twitter user should tweet that. She, that's a pretty blithe uh, response to what soldiers legitimately go through on the battlefield, quote, quote. Uh, he texted... Do you have a secret handle? Couldn't we say, especially given that it's D-Day to dismiss a soldier's experience like that seems pretty disrespectful. That must be answered. Blois was serious. Quote, unquote, who can't go on a mission? He asked McCaffrey, according to the messages, adding that they need to find a mole at arm's length from the HBO executive team. We just need a random to make the point and make her feel bad. So... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh man, I, that's a lot. I'm sorry. Just that reading that, like, I I was trying my best to not laugh, but here we here we are, here we are. Like, why is why are you getting so mad about one critic, man? That's I know. Stupid. One, one critic, really. Like, and. There's always uh, that one know. critic too who's always going to review something that's amazing badly. So it's yeah, jeez. <laughs> and you know, like he, you know, like at first it was like unconfirmed stuff or not unconfirmed. You know, it's coming from Rolling Stone, mm-hmm. but you know, like uh, it wasn't confirmed by Blois himself. But later that day, uh, he did confirm it, and he said, "quote unquote," he's very sorry for caressing critics on Twitter. <laughs> it was a very dumb idea. Um, that wasn't the actual quote, but like that's what he said most pretty much. He said it was a very dumb idea. Um, yeah, he is stupid. <laughs> that's it. He's just stupid. Like, uh, I don't know, man. It's just for one critic, it's like, why? You know, none of your shows are always going to be perfect or anything. It's it is what it is. You know. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah, HBO. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's one critic, and there's gonna be people who sometimes don't understand, you know, your work. And I mean, yeah, it sucks, but it happens. That doesn't discourage you from continuing to do your work. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's yeah, it's it's very dumb and bizarre. Yeah, yeah, this is the most bizarre thing I've probably read on this show. It is really, really bizarre. This is what happens when you have too much money sometimes, man. Like, you just lose touch with the reality. You're out here arguing with uh, critics and Twitter trolls or just people on Twitter who don't like your show. (laughs) You have too much money. Like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. You're just out of touch with reality. And, you, you know, you have thin skin to some, you know, people's opinions and... This is a very good example of that because absolutely, yeah, stupid, absolutely stupid. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, like I said, 
you know, we're only going from, you know, sad news to just studios messing up more. But you know who didn't mess up? 20th Century <laughs> Studios slash Disney. Because yesterday we got a brand new trailer for Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Javi, what do you think oh, about it? I know you oh. saw the trailer. Yes, definitely very excited. I'm a big Planet of the Apes fan. I love the recent trilogy that we got with Caesar, you know, with the rise of Planet of the Apes, Dawn and War of the Planet of the Apes. All great films. So I'm definitely excited to see what they have next. I, I saw the trailer. It looks really good. The CGI, they always crush it with the with the apes. They look so realistic. So I'm 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 really excited for it. It comes out, it comes out Memorial Day too. So like in six months. Yeah. So yeah. they probably, I'm assuming they probably had filmed this probably like a year ago around this time, or maybe like the late summer of 22. So it looks like it's going to hit right at the kickoff of summer 2024. So really pumped yeah. up, really pumped up for it. It's an iconic series that's been going on for what, like 55 years. Cause I think the first one yeah. yeah, came out in 1968, the original one. Mm-hmm. So this series has been along for a long time. And with the last trilogy that we got with Caesar, very good. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for it. How yeah, about you? So I'm very excited. I love the, uh, you know, I love the original movies. I mm-hmm. didn't like the Tim Burton one, but I don't think anyone oh, yeah, did. The, yeah, the um, Mark Wahlberg, yeah. But I loved the uh, last trilogy we had. Um, this yes. is a continuation of that trilogy, by the way. So correct, it's, correct. More, it's more of a, you know whatever it'd be after a trilogy <laughs> i don't know the word but yeah um yeah rise i saw i saw it uh when it came out in theaters and it was very very good mm-hmm. um you know and then uh me and my dad we watched dawn and war we loved those movies those were yes, great dawn you and know war is very good matt too. reeves did a great job with uh the planet of the apes series um just to get to some details about it um at first we were seemed like it we were told like uh it'd be based on you know it'd have uh cornelius who would be the son of caesar but it turns out that it doesn't look like that'd be the case um so i'll read the premise here uh generations after the events of war of the planet of the apes so again this is a continuation of war um and that whole trilogy not a reboot or anything this is a continuation um many ape clans have emerged in the oasis to which Caesar led his fellow apes while humans have regressed into a feral state. Um, if you probably saw the trailer, like, you know, they're more like Tarzan more than anything at this point. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when the ape leader, uh, Proximus Caesar, perverts the teachings of Caesar to enslave other clans in search of the last traces of a secret human technology, the ape Noah uh, embarks on a journey to find freedom alongside a young human woman named May. So uh, the cast includes Owen Teague from It. Um, a couple of names that um, you probably haven't heard of. There's Kevin Durand, who um, some might know him for playing Blob in uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Who, oh, yeah. you know, totally yeah. very loved and acclaimed movie. Um, <laughs> um, and he said a couple of other roles in uh, Smoking Asses, The Butterfly Effect, uh, Resident Evil Retribution, and so on. Um, but I knew I I knew that guy from the Blob. That's where yes, I X Men Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he's also starred in. Uh, I mean, 
uh, the other actor actually that I want to talk about was uh, William H. Macy, who most of you might know from Shameless as uh, Frank Gallagher. Um, and then he also played uh, in Mystery Men, Boogie Nights, uh, Fargo, Wild Hogs, and so on. But Jurassic most Park, people will probably, third one. Yeah, <laughs> he was in the third Jurassic one, yeah. Park 3, if you're about that. Yeah. yeah, but most of them would definitely know him for um, his role in Seamus as uh, Frank Gallagher. Um, because I know a lot of people who have watched Shameless, but yeah, a decent cast. I don't really know too many of the people here besides um, two of them. I don't really know Owen Teague that much, but he's the main character. He's uh, the main character, Noah. Um, but he was in uh, It Chapter 1 and 2 as uh, Patrick Hots, uh, Hawk uh, Setter. I don't know how to say his name. <laughs> uh, lots of hard last names to pronounce. Um, and uh, here, of course, Matt Reeves is not coming back to direct. It's going to be Wes Ball, who uh, directed the Maze Runner movies. Um, the first one was really good. The last two weren't that good. But the one thing I will say about the Maze Runner movies is that they all looked really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so in terms of directing everything, I think it's going to look absolutely beautiful. That trailer looked absolutely beautiful. So I'm not shocked. Yeah, that the Ball CGI looks beautiful. amazing. Yeah. I mean, very realistic with these apes. They've always done a good job with that. So I'm I'm already ready for it. <laughs> it's yeah. been a while. Like after when I saw War of the Planet of the Apes, which is so good, I was just like, "Give me more! I, I want more!" <laughs> and that was a while ago. That came out 2017, so yeah. six six years old. And then when it comes out, it'll be seven already. Wow, seven years! Wow, time yeah. flies, man. But really excited for the new one for sure. Yeah, and uh, producers and the writers of the uh, other three. Uh, Rick Jaffa and Amanda Silver are returning, so that's really promising to hear as well. That's good. Um, so yeah, um, different director, but the same people mostly, which is great to hear. Uh, they did a really good job of the other trilogy. Um, they didn't direct, I mean, they didn't write uh, War for the Planet of the Apes, but they were the producers, but they did write Rise and Dawn, which are great anyway. So, nice. um, lots of faith in this movie, very excited, looking forward to it heavily. Yeah, same. <laughs> Yeah, and um, yeah, 20th Century Studios has some... Next year, I will say, they got some movies I'm really interested in, this being one of them. They have the uh, other Alien movie that's coming out, too. Um, I think, personally, 20th Century Studios might have the movies I'm the most interested to uh, next year. Yeah. yeah um, Speaking of that, they actually added, and I know this was like one of your first reviews on our podcast, they just added Haunting in Venice on Hulu. Yeah. So I definitely want to check that out. Hopefully, maybe movie. sometime this weekend or early next week. Yeah. I remember you talking about it, and I know you enjoyed it. It's a really good movie. I definitely recommend watching it. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I, uh, I'm looking forward to a lot of their movies next year. So that's going to be cool to see. Um, but yeah, with that, our next piece of news, Euphoria. Speaking of HBO, again, uh, mm-hmm. Euphoria has been renewed for another season, but it's not going to come out till 2025. Wow. Um, yeah, so it's going to be a little bit of a while, which makes sense with the actor strike still going yeah. on. Um, this is just another, you know, another uh, side effect of that. It's, I feel like that's, I, I understand, I totally understand with the actor strike, but I feel like that's such a long time because the first mm. season came out in 2019, then season yeah. two didn't come out till 2022, so three years. So it's going to be another three years, like each season is like three years apart, which yeah. is, it's, it's crazy. 
I mean, I know, like we mentioned earlier, the the a lot of the actors in the show are in their mid to late twenties. But by then, you would have think they would have been way out of high school if it was <laughs> by that gap. But yeah. yeah, it's it's crazy. That's why I haven't seen Euphoria yet because when I watch a series, chances are I'm typically gonna like it. I mean, that's not always the case, but most of the times it is the case. So I wanted to wait. So that's why I haven't even seen Euphoria yet. I mean, I've seen like yeah. bits and pieces of the first episode, but I haven't fully seen the show. And and I know they did a couple of like specials. I think during the pandemic, uh, one mm-hmm. that focused on Zendaya's character Rue, and one focused that on another character. So I think they did some specials like that. So yeah, see how it goes though. But yeah, that's that's quite a way. I mean, three years to wait for each season, like. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and then um, we also got Futurama re- uh, renewed for two more seasons on Hulu. Nice and. Um, yeah, and then uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm season twelve will be premiering on HBO in February twenty twenty four. So, oh really? Uh, wow. Lots of, yeah, lots of TV news. Have you seen Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yeah, I love that show. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious, man. It's Larry yeah. David. He's, uh, I mean, he's a grumpy man, but at times I could definitely he could be easily relatable to at times. But yeah. Futurama, though. So, Katie, Katie Segal who does the voice on Futurama. She's actually going to be in Rhode Island. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. to meet her this weekend because I'm a fan of married with children. That was one yeah. of her first shows that she did. And she's a television icon. She's been with mm-hmm. married with children, eight simple rules, Futurama sons of anarchy. Uh, you remember that movie from Disney that came out in 1999 smart house. She was, yeah, smart. yeah smart house. Yeah. So she's been a lot of stuff. So, I'm a bit, I'm a fan, so hoping to, hoping to get a chance to see her and maybe take a photo with her, uh, hopefully yeah. this weekend. Oh, dude, that's gonna be so exciting, man! Yeah, Rhode Island Comic Con. Um, if you guys yeah. are going, let us know. I won't be there, sadly. Yeah. I won't be able to go, but I know Javi will be there. So, um, yeah, I'll do a recap. I'll do a brief recap next episode. Uh, there's sure, also gonna yeah. be. I'd love to hear dude, about it. Yeah, they also added to a few more wrestlers. So Rikishi's actually going to be there. <laughs> yes, yeah, Rikishi, uh, <laughs> Scott Steiner, and uh, Matt Hardy. They added. Them. Oh, dude, that's yeah. that's hype. Scott Steiner so, too. My God, man. Yeah. So they put a couple of wrestlers. Yeah, usually a couple of wrestlers go. But yeah, man, yeah. we definitely got to get you at a con sometime. I think you'll love it. Oh sure. yeah. Yeah. I would love to go, man. I would really love to go. It'd be cool. I've never been to a con before, so. Oh, yeah, definitely would love to go to one for sure yeah, eventually. Well, I know. I'll let you know. There's they got some '90s con, terrific con. <laughs> so yeah, we'll let Hell you. Know. Yeah. yeah, we'll definitely set up something. Um, yeah, and uh, guys, definitely recommend uh, recommend some cons around New England if you were uh, from New England. Um, you know, we'll love to go to more. So or finally go to some. So yeah. Um, with that said. Uh, our last piece of news, we've started the show with Matthew Perry, and we'll end it with Matthew Perry. Um, so this is from eight hours ago, uh, Deadline, um, published the article. The Matthew Perry Foundation um, has been established to help those struggling with drug and alcohol abuse. Um, it's been established and a member of the late actor, so I um, want to put that out there. Um, I know drug and alcohol addiction can be very, very, you know, it's very prominent in the United States, especially, um, you know, I've seen a lot of people go through it as well. So um, that's good to see. Uh, yeah. You know, again, 
really, really sad news, and it's nice that they uh, established this in his memory. It's um, great. Yeah, very, very great. And I want, I, I want to end the show with that because you know it's important, guys. You know, if um, you know, if you know someone who's going through that as well, always be there to support. Even I know it can be really tough and everything, but um, it's important, you know, to give love and support, and for those going through it, you know, to always get help, you know, to see. Um, what could be done about it, you know, just to help get out of such a rough, rough patch. But yeah, um, that's it for the news today. Um, today, we got a couple of new stuff coming out. Um, we got Priscilla in theaters from A24. Mm-hmm. Um, so after the release of Elvis last year, we get Priscilla. Yeah, we get Priscilla, uh, yeah. We we got his yeah. side of the story. Now we get her side of the story. Are you any uh, any interest in seeing Priscilla? Will you be seeing it? Um, I think I'll try to see it. Yeah, try um, I, I could do a review on it, but we'll see. Um, sorry if you hear my dog barking in the background. Uh, <laughs> he's making his first appearance on here. Shout out to Roscoe. Um, Roscoe. you know, yeah. Uh, would love some support from him in the comments. He has a torn ACL, uh, which is why I'm here today. <laughs> Oh, because I have to go take care of him. Um, so yeah, Roscoe, shout out to him. Um, hoping to you know for a good recovery from his torn ACL. Absolutely. Uh and then um yeah, what else is coming out today? The big thing coming out today though, besides Priscilla from Prime Video, Invincible Season Two. I'm not sure if you've ever seen the season one, Javi, but it's Invisible. really good. I have to check it out. Yeah, I haven't heard of it. Invisible. Very good show. Yeah, so season two has come out. Uh, today, um, a very, very, very anticipated from many people, including myself. Uh, I'm a big fan of that first season, it's just absolutely fantastic. You know, J.K. Simmons as Omni Man. Uh, I won't spoil anything for you because you haven't seen it, but very well casted. Um, everyone in that is on, is really well this casted. Is on Prime, you said, Prime yeah, video. Prime Video. Nice. Um, I'll cue it. Very stacked cast, <laughs> it has a very, very stacked uh, cast, too. Um, you know, especially for an animated show. Not surprising, though, because it's Prime Video. They've been killing it with their superhero shows, man. Uh, I haven't watched Gen V, but I've heard great stuff about it. Uh, the Boys is the Boys, boys you know. Yeah, Boys. A lot of good um, stuff about Boys, I heard. Yeah, like, lots of good stuff, you know. And, uh, yeah, the cast for Invisible is uh, Stephen Young, um, Sandra O, oh, J.K. Simmons, Walton Goggins, Seth Rogen. <laughs> nice. Uh, nice. Yeah. That Mark guy. Hamill, Clancy Brown. And I can keep going. ZZ Beats, uh, Zazzy Beats, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, John Hamm. It's a very stacked cast, dude. Very, very stacked cast. I can keep going on and on. Ezra Miller's also on the show, but I don't think he's going to come back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if they... I um, I like. I haven't seen the episode today, um, but I doubt he's coming back um, at all. Well, he's been a guest on there before. Um, but yeah. That's um I think that's it for things that are coming out this week. Um so with that said, guys, I think uh this is w- where we finished the podcast. Uh probably a bit of a short one this week. Um, but we appreciate y'all being here again. Sorry for the setup today. Um, usually different, but I can't wait to show you guys this future studio that we got because I got lots of plans for it. Um we're gonna start doing some gaming stuff in the future when this is all said and done um 
be sure to check out my uh, future Spider-Man 2 review. I just finished a game. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, so it's that's going to be coming out um, within the next week. I hope to have it done. Um, so that will be done. I might have a real rap reviews on Priscilla. I'm going to check out Freelance because I heard it's a really bad movie. So I yeah. love checking out bad movies. So I will be watching Just that. with John Cena, Freelance. Yeah. Um, and be aware, be man, because I heard it has a zero <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. Zero on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, oh, man, it's uh, that's terrible. <laughs> and I will be watching it. I mean, <laughs> I already paid for it. I have AMC A-list. So oh, okay. So, let's yeah. Go, let's go and get that popcorn and watch a guard off movie and um <laughs> yeah i'll check out priscilla um but spider-man 2 will be my main focus because i really want to review that game i just have a couple of stuff to figure out um and then um if it hasn't been released yet uh be sure to check out our trailer reaction for echo yes definitely check that out All right, guys, that's it for the Real Rap Podcast. Unfortunately, I think JP's laptop shut down, some technical difficulties. So bear with us. But thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time on the Real Rap Podcast. No one ever cared what you said, but to say that means Never listen to what mom say Always had a dream on ruin at my mom's place Always hesitate when it came to putting on the wrong face When it came to putting it on face When it came to building up a better being But a better, better being Never been in the back of your thoughts Never ever thought you'd ever see him But I bet that you were heated But you're still in the back of your thoughts Nightmares and dreams in the back of your thoughts Life with a meaning